Kessler here from Grunthal. Paul Kingsley with the 30-second board to five. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallup. Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, Guts Racing, 204 Skate Shop, and Throttle Syndicate make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, a very special guest. She is an international superstar when it comes to motocross. You're probably already following her on Instagram. If you aren't, you need to go start following Taylor Eve. She's from Down Under. Uh, Eve, <laughs> Taylor Pete, how are you doing in California? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. I'm loving it here. It's very hot. Yes, California this time of year, a whole lot warmer than it is uh, down in Australia. Uh, you've had yourself a whirlwind trip, and I, I personally wanted to capitalize on uh, on being at least somewhat similar uh, uh, time zone as you to, to do a podcast, even though I literally had Adam Bailey on the show uh, like 25 minutes ago, and it's 10 a.m. It's actually tomorrow where he's at. Um so I, I guess either way, uh, I, I can make the, the the time zones work with Australia. Yeah, that's so crazy that you had Adam on before me. Like, oh, I've worked with him at Moto Land in Australia. So yeah, crazy world, small world. Uh, it is two degrees separation at best. Um, yeah. So let's get straight into your story, girl. Where does it all start for you being passionate about the sport of motocross, wanting to develop a following on social media through, through a, a, like Instagram seems to be uh, your bread and butter, but uh, where does the story start for you? Yeah, it started when I grew up. So I grew up on a farm um, on a, like a small country in a small country town um, in the snowy mountains in New South Wales, Australia. Um, my brother and my like my brother was racing and I decided to also join in with him and yeah my whole family was like into it so yeah we just like played around on our peewee 50s on the farm and then really started get to get into it um at the age of five and we started traveling around racing um state titles and it went to nationals and then yeah it's it just kind of like was our whole life like we didn't know anything different kind of thing um and then yeah I guess like I think because like I, I was racing and riding for like I don't even know maybe like 10 years until I kind of got sick of it I think the competitive side really was like I don't know not very good for my mental health like I was always comparing myself to everyone and you know if I didn't win I would always like I don't know just put myself down so I quit yep. for five years to study um graphic and web design um and I think this is where my social media came into it so 
I, yeah, I started studying. I went to university in Canberra um, and then I kind of got my dream job with um, designing for Lorna Jane, an activewear brand in Australia. And okay. then I ended up um, moving over to an, a fitness influencer, Ashi Bynes, and um, I moved from Lorna Jane to Ashi um, in careers. And then I started photography with her. Um, I was designing her website to out her graphics and any everything creative I was doing that for her and being in the social media world um that was like I don't know I've become really good at um social media because of her um and then there, there came a point where I was like far out something's missing in my life and I honestly I felt like it was motocross I was like I've I want to get back to that inner child where, you know, that carefree mentality where, um, you know, like I can go out and do my own thing and get my mind off everything. Cause as you know, like riding is like a form of meditation, you know, you put your helmet on and there's like no distractions from the outside world. And Transported. I think because I was so busy with, yeah, I think, um, because I was so busy in my career that I was like, I just need something for me. So I ended up buying a bike, um, like during when I was working for Ashley still, and because I kind of already had a social media following, I was also a personal trainer. So I was like, I had probably like 10k following when I was working with Ashley. Um, but as soon as I bought a bike and started showing that lifestyle, and you know, just free riding and not racing, and like talking more about mindset behind women, and you know, supporting other women my social media started to gain traction. And I think because like everything that I was doing then, I was just like, God, this is so fun. Like it, it was like, I started to create like a, um, a bit of an audience of like women writers. And it, I kind of got that love back because I was always empowering that supportive message of, you know, getting in that, um, in the zone with like, how do I say it? Getting, getting back into like why you're doing it and not doing yeah. it to compete. Getting kind back of thing. to your why. Exactly. So yeah. And that's kind of how it all started. And now I'm here talking to you. <laughs> well, there you go. And yeah, motocross, it, we've got uh, sharp pegs on those bikes. They think they're, they sink their teeth into you and they don't let go. Uh, even if you take a yeah. five year break, you're going to come on back. And uh, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Like when I, I used to race, uh, as a teenager, uh, I, I did take some time off due to some shoulder surgeries and stuff like that. And coming back to it, like my my least favorite times racing is when I took racing the most serious. When I was most concerned about what that position or what that number looks like or how many points I got on a specific day, uh, that's when I'd come back to the the truck and uh, like I'd like be throwing my helmet or upset or just like not enjoying my day. Uh, I was racing this past weekend. Uh, I couldn't tell you what position I was in uh, at any point during the day. I actually ended up going one one on the day. Uh, but either way, I was able to, like, like it, it was completely bliss. It's just throttle therapy at its absolute finest. And I think that's really what you personify the most within your social media and, and why I was drawn to, to your channel to begin with is just that, uh, that love for the sport, that uh, throttle therapy, if you will, just to get like get yourself into the like into riding, spending the time doing it, and uh, you do a great job encouraging others to do the exact same. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been really cool to share that on socials and kind of 
you know, like make girls not think so much about comparing themselves to who they're next to or, you know, when they get to the track, not looking at, oh, is there, there's another girl here or is she going to be better or or there's like pros here. Like it's, it's bringing yourself back to that why and why you do it. Exactly. So, like, like you, you enjoy riding. You do it on a regular basis. Uh, like, how do you fit your riding schedule into a, a busy work schedule on top of that? Um, I think riding is my work. <laughs> I'm full time on my social media now because um, I don't work for Ashley anymore. So, um, I'm able to support myself just through YouTube and Instagram and the odd freelance graphics or photography job um but obviously like with what I do yeah there is like a lot of time that I need to spend on you know creating content for myself and you know editing videos and hiring a videographer and all of that um so yeah I I usually just ride on weekends um and yeah work during the week and sometimes have a ride day during the week as well so sometimes it's like three times a week I go riding um but yeah I just make it all fit in like my my lifestyle is not conventional at all like it's some days I'll start work at 5 a.m in the morning and then you know finish at like 12 (laughs) um so I can go riding in the afternoon so yeah it's definitely different to the normal person Certainly. No, banker's hours do not apply when you, uh, you live a lifestyle like yourself. You're currently in California. We we arranged this so we could talk so sometime in the, you have some downtime in the evenings. Uh, what spurred this trip coming out here? Uh, what has been uh, sort of the, the schedule so far as far as tracks that you've hit and uh, and some of the fun things you've been able to do? And you've been working quite closely with uh, MX Dream California as well. Yeah, so we had an opportunity to come here. So I actually flew my videographer, Kristen Donahue, over here as well. Um, we both, before we before we um, like lined things up with all these brands that we're working with, we kind of, there was a day where she messaged me. So I'm actually quite close with her. She's one of my close friends from growing up and she's so talented. And we both have that same mentality of empowering women and, you know living that badass lifestyle like we're both very like we both go for Harley rides and she rides motors as well and we're both like all about empowering women so one day when we were on the gold coast we were both like let's do something together like she messaged me she's like I just had this urge to message you let's do something together and we put our heads together and we both were like well our biggest life values is like you know having that freedom and like in and empowering women and you know traveling like we're like what could we do with this and so we're like let's go to America (laughs) so um yeah I flew her over with me and um before we flew over I kind of just reached out to a few brands just to make this trip happen and MX Dreams California was one of them so they're a um a motocross holiday um company and they yeah they have a house um the transport with their van and um and yeah they provide the bikes so I got in contact with them and he was like yep let's do it this is sick like we'd love to have you on board with us so yeah we've um he gave me a KDM to ride for this trip which is awesome not used to KDM I'm used to Hondas but it would do a bike to bike um and yeah since then we've been to Fox Raceway um lake elsinore um is it kahuya i can't ever say it 
Cahia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 better than uh, my good friend uh, Jim O'Neill from uh, Ireland uh, called it yeah. uh, uh, Cohela, as well as yeah. he, uh, we, we we drove down to La Jolla. He thought he thought it was La Jolla, even though it's La Jolla. Yeah. Goofball. Yeah. But yeah. That track is so sick. That's like one of oh, my yeah. favorite tracks. Um, we went to LACR as well and yep. that just blew my mind. Like as soon as we drove up to that hill and looked at the track, I was like, no way. Like, did, you know, I think I've got on my YouTube, you'll see my reaction. Like yep. I just couldn't believe how cool it looks. It's just such a sick track. So yeah, we went there and, um, on, oh, wait. oh, we went to Glen Helen as well. So yeah, it's been a really cool trip riding and, um, yeah, on Monday coming, I've actually got a Girls Can Ride event, which is one of my events um, that I work with on a, um, like with a coach. And we just like have an all girls group come and learn proper technique and, you know, mindset behind riding and everything like that. So we've got that happening on Monday. Um, tomorrow, I've actually got to go to the Fox HQ and shoot their performance wear. So um, I think that's being released like next month or something. But yeah, they reached out to me and they're like, "Hey, since you're here, let's do a shoot." So I'm a bit nervous, <laughs> but um, it's going to be really fun and cool to see the HQ. No kidding that 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 place is uh, is absolutely incredible. It's like a tooth that just keeps going, and I I totally connect with that. You going to some of these tracks? Uh, first time I drove down to California uh, from here. It's about a thirty hour drive, and uh, a friend of mine and I we went to Glen Helen, we went to Cahuilla, uh, we went to uh, Paula, which is now Fox Raceway. Um, and I liken it to when if you're like say if you took somebody who's really into um, like roller coasters or like theme parks, and you take them to a more like take take them to the, like an un- unbelievable theme park. They're just looking at the, the the roller coasters, being like, "Oh my God, we're gonna ride like we're gonna ride on these." That's what it feels like to show up to a place like LACR or Glen Helen. Like yeah. you, you get out of the truck and you just look at these hills, and you're like, "We're gonna ride that." Like yeah yeah absolutely insane it's such a cool vibe and uh it's got to be really rewarding experience for you to be able to be a positive influence and uh, and really empower some women to uh to be able to enjoy the sport at the same level that you do and uh and that's just to go out there and love it yeah yeah absolutely and while we've been here like with my videographer we've been working with um you know other girls in this sport as well so um yeah like people like Rachel Van Deken so she um she's so badass I don't know if you've seen her on Instagram before but she can do backflips yeah she can do backflips and so we went out to um the hills and she took us to these um massive jumps and yeah we're, we're creating like a bit of a documentary of women and their like mindset behind why they do it and um, just to like really help grow this sport for women and help women believe in themselves and um, things like that. But yeah, and yesterday we had um, like another shoot with Kinsley Burkett, who um, she's like a five-year-old little motor girl. And oh, it's just, it was so cute. But yeah, it's just, it has been such an awesome trip. Like, fire. I feel like this trip is nearly life-changing for us. 
Certainly. And it sounds like you're going to have to be a repeat offender coming over uh, and uh, maybe make this a bit of an annual retreat. Uh, might you pick a different time of year to come down, though? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're actually going to be organizing an all-girls MX Dreams California trip um, starting next year. We're just finding out dates that we can come. But, yeah, we'll, there'll probably be like nine girls or something that come with us. But yeah, it's definitely going to be on next year's agenda for sure. Certainly. I imagine that uh, you get uh, some texts at all time of uh, day and night, given the given the time change, of uh, people from back home that are all PB and jealous of uh, some of the tracks you get to ride, some of the things you get to do uh, over in uh, in the States. Uh, that's quite the trip, and, and good on you for taking that on. Yeah, thank you. I think, yeah, MX Dreams California has made this so possible for people because it is just crazy. Like, before I got in contact with them, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to buy a bike and then sell it and, like, the hassle of doing that and then, you know, like, the transport accommodation. It's just, like, it's so much to think about and organize when, you know, when someone does it for you and you just, you know, pay them for that. It's just, like, it makes so much sense to go through a company like that. So, yeah, they've definitely made it possible. That's that's un unreal. Great, good on those guys for being able to hook you up. And yeah, I've been down there a number of times and you see uh, there's a, a number of different services, but I, I think that uh, MX Dreams California certainly has the uh, that absolute dial. They got you uh, a brand new bike to uh, to ride and you, you, you got the, the 151 uh, on, on the bike. Is there anything that uh, is significant yep. about the number? What's uh, what's so special about 151? Well, that my brother chose it for me okay. um, since I was little. But yeah, it's I never really I I know that Courtney Duncan has the same number, but it was never anything she like. You. That's cool. um, yeah, <laughs> she probably did. I'm probably older than her, but um, <laughs> um, no, nah, my brother chose it for me just because it looked sick. But it is so weird because I don't know about you, but I see like num like that number like everywhere I go like in the weirdest spots and I feel like it means something like I'm I'm heading in the right direction like you know how you like look at the time and it's a certain time every day yep. um I see I see my motorbike number everywhere I go in the weirdest spots <laughs> so it's very special to me <laughs> Certainly. No, Ni number 95, that's my number, pops out literally everywhere I go. Uh, for you, it probably, if you see one, 151, you're probably like, wow, I've, I haven't had, like, I didn't even have lunch today. Or if it's it's 151 in the morning, like, I should probably head home because uh, we, we got a ride tomorrow. Like, if you're seeing 151 <laughs> in the morning, uh, that might you might be having yourself a late night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you see say would be the main differences between the riding scene in uh, in New South Wales or uh, or in Southern California? Uh, both have South in the name, but I imagine that the two are very very different. Yes, they're very different. So I'm actually from Queensland. Oh, Queensland. Um, sorry. Now. I used I used to I grew up in New South Wales, but yeah, I'm from Queensland. Um, but the main difference between the two. Um, do you, do you mean in like with women or like just in, in the general, vibe in general or yeah with women yeah. either way yeah well for as for riding I definitely feel like the tracks uh, back home um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm like I find it's, it's very different <laughs> um, the tracks back home aren't as big and there's not as many so there's less opportunities back home um, to go riding kind of thing like 
Um, whereas here it's like, you know, you drive 30 minutes and you're there kind of thing. Whereas mm -hmm. back home, you have to drive an hour and a half or two hours. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> um, this takes forever to get there. So yeah, we've, um, I think that's like probably the main difference. I think the vibe here is like insane. Like motocross in America is huge like I swear everywhere we look there's a motorbike on a oh you don't even call it motorbike here you call it dirt bikes either way <laughs> there's a dirt bike <laughs> yeah there's dirt bikes on um trucks everywhere I look and back home if you see one you're like oh they ride like hell yeah we there's someone in our fam motorbike family but um yeah it's it's definitely different because it's like smaller back home but um, I definitely think it's like kind of growing a little bit through social media back home, but yeah, it's di different in that way for sure. Certainly. I, I feel the same way about uh, motocross here. Uh, you don't often see dirt bikes in the back of trucks. I usually uh, get whiplash trying to catch, uh, see if I can uh, catch what numbers on those bikes uh, passing by. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, like when it comes to like um, women, enjoying the sport of motocross uh it's obviously become uh bigger and bigger and bigger every single year i was actually blown away and very impressed with not only the, the number of women racing this past weekend at the local race but also the caliber and the speed that they're bringing to the sport uh there's four uh girls from my province that are uh, top 10 on the east coast of canada for uh, that that uh, part of the canadian national championship which was encouraging to see um what sort of advice do you have for young women that are just getting into the sport or they're in the sport or they're thinking about getting into the sport? I, if they're thinking about getting in the sport and they're listening to this podcast, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, but either way, uh, what advice would you have for a young lady that's uh, getting themselves into the sport and, uh, and wanting to enjoy it? Yeah, I would 100% say go see a coach um, just so you can really um, get that technique dialed. Um, because having the right technique and you know your body positioning everything like that's gonna like not only save you from crashing and getting injury and everything but it's gonna like help you be a more confident rider um, and you know you'll be able to like try things on the bike instead of being scared so if you're really confident on the bike uh, it's definitely going to help you um so yeah, definitely that. Um, and also like find a group of girls to ride with because I think it's just so cool to be able to connect with other girls to go riding with and encourage each other and like try, you know, if there's like a jump that you guys are struggling with um, or like anything in general that you're struggling with on a track, it's just so cool to be able to do that with you, the girls and you know like push each other whereas like it can get a bit intimidating if a male is like oh yeah just do it like you know what I mean like if girls are doing it in the, in the same boat it's easy for them to like you know motivate each other so I actually have a girls can ride Facebook support group um, and I've got a heap of girls on there that connect and you know go riding with each other so yeah I think connecting with other girls and getting a coach is like number one.
Getting out there, growing the community, and surfing berms together. That is awesome. Um, last yeah. question I have for you, or last few questions I have. You're, you're obviously a Fox athlete, as am I. Uh, excited about the new boot coming out. Uh, new, Actually, the new boot's coming out, because all three of them are doing a full yeah. reboot. Um, but what's yeah. your favorite fo- uh, uh, product from Fox, uh, and, and what has been your favorite kit in the last little while? Yeah, I think... At the moment, the white and teal stuff is my absolute favorite, but it's it sucks because it's white and I get dirty, you know, <laughs> on, the, on the dirty, like the mud tracks, but um, so I can't wear it all the time. But um, that would definitely be my favorite. Um, and I'm absolutely loving the new Instinct boots. Like they, they look sick. They're so comfortable um so yeah definitely them you'll be so excited to wear them (laughs) they're so comfy that's awesome well good to hear um very encouraging and uh and great to connect with a strong young woman like yourself who is uh is flying the flag for women's motocross and uh, and encouraging women to do the same and enjoy the sport um last last words from you on the uh the, the the big mx radio podcast what uh what do you want that to be Wait, what was that? I said, like, what's your your uh, your your final statement here on the podcast? Oh, um, girls can ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's my statement, and that's also my brand name. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it's girls. Girls can do anything they put their mind to. You know, like you can't, like you know, if you think that you can't, you're like every girl can do anything if their mind lets them. So that's my final statement for sure. Well, there you go. Like I said, I really appreciate you making the time to come on the podcast today. I know you got a ton of uh, stuff to get to this evening, so I'll let you get to it. But uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, and chatting with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. It's been good. Taylor Eve here on the Big MX Radio Podcast. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.